The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic, Dynamic pet, pet Duo. Welcome to a new listening experience in Pet Talk Radio. The Pet Buzz is the ultimate in Pet Talk Radio because we want to provide you with the 411 that can help you take better care of your pets and give him or her everything he or she needs, wants, and deserves. You know, I'm just like you. I'm getting ready for the holidays. I have to admit, there's a lot more to it when you definitely have pets. It can be a little bit more difficult. There's, of course, more cleaning. You know, I have to be wary of bringing packages and bags from the outside inside with opening and closing the door. And of course, there is always the securing of the tree. I can't say that I've had the experience of cats climbing up the tree or dogs drinking from the water bowl. Um, But, you know, there's always animals wanting to play and smash the ornaments. So ultimately, what's a pet lover to do? I think the first rule of thumb is not to get overwhelmed and just take a moment and and not get too stressed. And for me, that means leashing up the dogs and just taking a walk and chilling out. Dog walks and cat pets are always a good thing. But now it's time to take it up a notch. Let's kick off the show with the weekly countdown. Well, in four in segment four, we're going to talk about celebrating holiday traditions with Fido and Felix. In three, in seg three, we're talking about dangerous holiday foliage and its effects on your pets with Dr. Ibram Shakari from Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine. And in two, in this portion of the show, I always dish about celebrity pet gossip. And of course, there's more presidential chat since we know our president-elect is going to be bringing a dog into the White House uh, and maybe more. And in Flex Facts, I talk about how to break up with your veterinarian. I know that sounds weird, but sometimes it happens. And in segment one, well, decorating your tree is always fun, especially if you are a pet owner and want to adorn your tree as well as your home with pet themed items. So where can you find the best pet themed items? Our guest is going to tell us. Joining us today is Wayne Bronner, president and CEO of Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. He has overseen the day-to-day operations of the world's largest Christmas store since 1998. Thanks for joining us today, Wayne, and welcome to the Pet Buzz. Happy to be here. You know, can Wayne, can you give us a short history of Bronner's and describe your operation? Yes, we're the world's largest Christmas store. We have 100,000 square feet of Christmas Wonderland. And if you're not used to thinking in terms of square feet, maybe think in terms of a football field. We're a football field and a half of Christmas Wonderland, nonstop. So it is the ultimate Christmas Wonderland. We're the world's largest Christmas store. Awesome. So why is it important for pet lovers to celebrate their pets during the holidays? Well, the pets are really part of the family, and they're one of God's creatures. So they uh, join in the, uh, the Christmas celebration. Absolutely. Pets are part of my family, and I love to shop at your 
Christmas Wonderland. You know, <laughs> like I said, as a pet owner, I love shopping on online apronners. Can you tell us what type of holiday pet products we're going to find there for all types of pet lovers, I guess? We have over 8,000 different styles of ornaments. So if it's, if it's produced, it's probably at Bronner's. There's a tremendous selection of pet ornaments. For example, we have this ornament here. That I love my fur baby. Cool. And that's perfect for female pets. And these can be personalized with the pet's name on. You know, one of the things that I like that you guys do is the personalization, like you mentioned. You can put your pet's name on the ornament or a person's name on the ornament. And I think that's, you know, it makes it like a nice gift, even if you want to give it to somebody. Just to reaffirm that pets are part of your family and they do celebrate the holiday traditions. Okay, so just to confirm, Wayne, there are other offerings for more than just dogs or cats, correct? Correct. We have 50,000 different items in stock. So what so about if you can't find it? It's probably not made. What if it's like, what if I have a pet ferret or a pet bunny? Am I going to be able to find an ornament for my pet guinea pig? We have items for other than cats and dogs as well. So we have pet rabbits, pet horses, pet ferrets, you name it, we've got it. You name it. Okay, awesome. And there's all sorts of other animals and insects. I mean, one of the things that I um I just bought over the weekend, I did the master gardener program. So I was looking for some florals some flower ornaments and some tree ornaments. And I was happy that I found them uh, on the online at website. So that's the greatest thing about Bronner's. There's something for everyone, even if you're a pet lover or more, there's something for you, which I think is it's just great. Okay. So, you know, I'm a fan this year of um, the service dog ornament. I love that. And I think you probably have one, right? It's perfect. We have an item here. This is the, the stereotypical service dog. Got it with the vest on. Awesome. Yes. And a typical popular breed, a Labrador. <laughs> Cute. Nice yellow lab. I guess, you know, it was nice seeing that this year. How important is it for you to update your stock every year with new offerings? We turn over about a third of our items. They become old and we have a third of the new ones. So 50,000 items, that's a lot of buying. A lot of buying and a lot of designing and a lot of personalization. I'm just curious, how many people personalize ornaments? We have 750 people working for us and probably 150 people personalize ornaments. Wow. They must have good penmanship. I can't even imagine. I have the worst penmanship in the world. So I'm sitting there thinking of someone painting on my dog's name. How awesome. Okay. So... You know, one of the things I think is interesting about Bronner's is that you maintain all of the holiday traditions because I know your family, I think your family is originally from Bavaria, Germany. Uh, maybe from Germany, yes. Okay. The, the Bronner's were builders. They came over to Frankenmuth in the late 1800s. And my father worked as a teenager long enough to know that that was not what he wanted to do. He wanted to be an artist. So he was an artist and a window trimmer. And he was painting some signs and they hung them in the lampposts of Clare, Michigan, that's in the central part of the state. And they were so admired by many people. They said, where did you get those? And they said, from a young window trimmer named Wally Bronner down in Franklin, Michigan. And that was the start of the Christmas business. And, you know, it's great because your family history is such an American story. And we love to hear that. But I know that many of your ornaments are made all over the world, but you also make ornaments here in this country as well, correct? They come from around the world, as you say. They come from the United States, from uh, from Europe, and of course from Asia as well. 
And that's really nice because you have more of a cultural, secular kind of ornament, but then you also have the typical Christian Christ ornament and a lot of blessings. I know um, the last few years, Dr. Fleck and I have gone to Vigalia Christmas Eve dinners. And one of the things I always do as a gift is I bring an ornament and I love, you know, the blessings that you have on the Polish blessing ornament. It's, it's just very, very nice. And like we said, there's something for everyone at Bronner's. That's unique. We have 50,000 items to choose from. 50,000 items. That includes figurines, stockings, ornaments, all sorts of things. You name it, they have it at Bronner's. And they even have some collectibles, too, which are very, very, very nice. Well, you know, Wayne, thanks so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure visiting with you. And I think, you know, maybe in 2021, I'm going to make it up to Bronner's. I'd love to come there and check it out. That's great. We'll be happy to host you. Fantastic. I love that. I'll bring my dog and we can check out. I want to see somebody personalize his name on an ornament. So I look forward to that. And of course, you know, Lori's my girl there. I love her. I've been working with her for a few years. So we're always happy to support you guys. We love you and the wonderful work that you do. So God bless and happy Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well all of your years. Well, that was great to remind you we were speaking with Wayne Bronner, the president and CEO of Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. Every year's Bronner is a highlight of my holidays, even though I've never been to Frankenmuth, Michigan. Like I said, one day, but most importantly, and especially now, it is a light. It's a joy that helps you remember. And it's that it's that celebration, that joyous holiday. It helps you have that joyous holiday to visit and to shop bronners.com b-r-o-n-n-e-r-s.com up next celebrity pet news and flex facts you don't want to miss this stay tuned we'll be right back You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. What would you do with two and a half more years with your dog? Two and a half more years of fetch, of walks, of love. Studies show that overweight dogs live two and a half years less on average than dogs at a healthy weight. But Slim Paws is here to help. Veterinarian recommended weight loss in one daily chew for your dog. Slim Paws, for the long, healthy life of your dog. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy, so I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple, and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. (laughs) I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, 
EpiPed is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPed, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Thank you so much for joining us on the Pet Buzz this morning. This show is hosted by the Dynamic Pet Duo, and I'm pet friendologist Charlotte Reed. You know, perhaps you've heard on the presidential front this week, Joe Biden injured his leg while playing with his dog, Major. Don't be surprised if you see him wearing a boot for his hairline fracture while out and about conducting president-elect duties. Not only seniors, but all pet lovers have to be careful when playing rough with their dogs. More news from the Biden team includes that Joe and Jill will be bringing a feline companion with them to the White House in January 2021. President-elect Joe Biden and his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, confirmed to CBS Sunday morning that they will be getting a cat when they move to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington, D.C., along with their two German shepherds, Major and Champ. Also, we talked about last week, how uh, Wills and Kate, that's the uh, Duke and Duchess of Sussex, lost their beloved Lupo. We also just found out that the Queen, Queen Elizabeth, lost her beloved Vulcan, one of her dorky corgi mixes. So rest in peace, Vulcan. You are much beloved by the Queen and corgi lovers throughout the world. Okay, and now what you've been waiting for, Flex Facts. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fact or fiction? Just the Facts, ma'am. You want answers! I want the truth! It's gonna take long. You got the time. Today we're gonna talk about how to break up with your vet. I know, break up with your vet, yeah, but sometimes you've been taking your pet to the same vet for years and you've built a great rapport with that person, but you still feel that your pet might benefit from seeing someone else. So let me give you some of the reasons why you might break up with your vet. So some of the reasons can include, you know, downplaying, minimizing, concealing relevant details about your pet's condition or even complications, regardless of the intention. That's grounds for a vet divorce. Okay, here's a good one, especially when we're all concerned with money right now. How about unauthorized charges on your bill? Not necessarily once, but multiple times. Anyone can make a mistake. But when it becomes a chronic problem, it might be time to move on and find another service provider. Okay, here's one that's very similar in human medicine. Disclosing your pet's case history to friends and family without your permission is always a no-no. Well, I always like to say prices matter. So vet care is expensive and we must be realistic about what we can afford and what we can't. It's important to realize that there are ways to find more moderately priced practices that reflect the same values and philosophies. Another reason can be that plenty of pet people are unable to return to a practice after their animal has been euthanized there. And and I've seen that happen with friends of mine. Too many memories, too many memories. Okay, so perhaps you don't like the way your vet talks to you or the way he treats you. So then it's always time to find somebody else. I mean, I think that's a, that's a big reason to find somebody else. And then sometimes, of course, you just don't click. 
personality clash. It happens, baby. It happens. Okay. In other cases, maybe your veterinarian may not explain your pet's health care in a condition or a way that you can understand. And that's very, that's key. I mean, sometimes they're so scientific, they really can't plain speak to you. Okay. And in other cases, maybe you need a vet who has more experience with your pet's health care condition or your breed. I know with English Toy Spaniels, a lot of people that I've gone to over the years thought I had a Cavalier and an English toy, although it looks like a Cavalier and it's cousins to the Cavalier and it comes in the same four colors, it's not a Cavalier and they have different health problems. And of course, trust is always a factor. So if you don't feel you have a trustworthy vet or, you know, uh, service providers in the practice, it's time to move on. But whatever the reason, you should feel comfortable and confident that your pet's healthcare provider is doing what he can for you. Okay. So now what? Now that you've come up with the reason to uh, divorce your vet, what's going to happen now? Well, you need to find another vet. For the sake of your pet's health, you never want to break up with your previous veterinarian until you have or you found another vet to care for your pet. Ideally, you should find a suitable match before ending your relationship with your previous vet. So it's a good idea to talk to friends and family, um, local family members, that is, who have who have great pet recommendations, talk to your friends at the dog park. You might want to check out um, some of the breed clubs or special interest groups like training clubs in the area. They can always give you some great uh, recommendations. Consider, consider business directories and the internet. Use online tools like Yelp to read reviews of veterinarians in your vicinity. Reading reviews, I find, is very, very helpful, especially today. Also, you can join a local Facebook group and ask that community. Once you find a clinic you like, set up an appointment to bring your pet in for a consultation. Review the hours of service. Note if the staff is professional, friendly, and compassionate. Very, very key. Also, you want to make note, is the facility clean? Um, Do the waiting room clients seem happy? Are they happy to be there? And lastly, are the fees and payment arrangements suitable to your financial situation? Okay, so the decision, like we said, to switch veterinarians is not so easy and it seems that there, there's a right way and a wrong way to go about doing it. And if you decide that switching vets is absolutely necessary, you know, people always want to know, how can you make it less awkward? Well, once you've figured out why you want to break up and then you find another vet, it's then it's time to make the switch, of course. There are a couple of different ways, I think, for you to handle this. Now, if you're on good terms with your previous veterinarian, you can explain the situation to them and maybe even write a nice thank you note or a card or a letter for all the years of service and care that they've given you and your pets. If you're on bad terms, well, sometimes it's better to say nothing and just change the venue. Visit the front desk and ask for hard copies of all your pets' records. Laws vary by state, but you absolutely have the right to this information. Um, Your new uh, pet care provider will need your animal's medical history before his first visit in order to best tailor the current and future healthcare services. And regardless of why you're leaving, you don't know your veterinarian an explanation. However, it's always, I think, best to leave on a, on a good note because you never know when you might see him again. It could be in the supermarket. It could be at a local party. You just never know. So it's always a good idea to leave on a good note. And then it's also, you also want to note, you might have to pay for your medical records. Some people give them to you for free. Some people ask you for a few bucks Uh, Pay them, get them, and then just move on. Um, All in all, that's how you break up with your vet. So we've got more of the pet buzz very soon. 
Cat lovers, stick around for some interesting global pet news. Should you bathe your pet? Well, I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed, and I'm asked that question often. How often you should wash your dog depends on a number of factors, including his health, breed, coat, and activity level, as well as where these activities are taking place. Dogs who spend days outside rolling in things are going to need a bath far more often than the ones who spend most of their time on the couch. Or you can always take the smell test. If your dog walks into the room and you can smell them, it's time for a bath. Make sure when it's time for a bath, you gather up all the supplies, including a non-slip mat and plenty of towels. Use shampoo formulated for dogs and turn your cell phone off to avoid distraction. And if you have a dog that hates getting a bath, smear some peanut butter on the bathtub wall and let him lick it off while you bathe him. Then he'll know bathing can really be a treat. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie, who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed, and I'm going to tell you about my I Likey for the Week. That's the way. It's genius. It's to die for. I like it. My I like you for the week hails from Uline, the large industrial catalog company. My I like is a sign that features a dog and his or her owner. And the side reads, pet waste transmit disease, leash and clean up after your pet. Keep this area clean. You know, so many people have adopted pets via the pandemic and We see many of those individuals walking their dogs in communities without sidewalks like where I live. And I just don't want these folks to let their dog pee and poop on my grass and not clean it up. So the sign is about $28 on Uline. That's Uline, L-I-N-E dot com. And I think it does the trick. I just ordered two for my front yard in this way. I don't have to worry about pee and poop in my yard. Okay, so let's move on. Well, if you're planning on bringing holiday foliage into your home this season, you'll need to know which plants are safe, which should be kept out of your pet's reach, and which should be avoided entirely. 
So joining us today is Ibram Shokri. He's a professor of pharmacology and toxicology of Ross University, St. Kitt. So I'm so happy that you're joining us for this special edition of the Pet Buzz. It's always good to see you. Hi, Charlotte. Thank you very much for inviting me again to the Pet Buzz. Why is it important to consider your pets when bringing plants and flowers into your home, really for the holidays or any time? Many uh, of these holiday plants or many of the ornamental plants and flowers are actually toxic to pets. So pet owners uh, should uh, know what plants are safe or toxic before they buy plants. And I understand that. So, you know, one of the things that's synonymous with Christmas is the poinsettia. Now, are they very dangerous to cats and dogs? Actually, uh, poinsettias are not very toxic, contrary to general belief, although their ingestion may cause uh, vomiting and diarrhea, which usually is self-limiting. Wow. You know, it's so funny because I remember you telling me that last year. So I have poinsettias in my home. They're up on the table and people are like, they're dangerous to pets. You know, you're the pet trendologist. I'm like, Dr. Shockery told me. And they're like, who's Dr. Shockery? I'm like, he's the pharmacologist, toxicologist who does the pet buzz. Okay. Next big thing that's in my house. I love having a nice Christmas tree. Should pet owners be cognizant about our pets ingesting Christmas tree branches, needles, etc.? Yes, obviously, uh, Christmas uh, trees can cause problems and even the or- ornaments on them. Uh, uh, so especially certain species or certain plants, I would avoid pine and juniper first and uh, uh, there are safer ones because the sap, uh, as you said, can be toxic and can be irritating. And even they can cause mechanical damage as well, uh, especially in large amounts. So generally they can cause mild gastrointestinal signs, but ingestion of large amounts can cause mechanical obstruction, which actually can be a major problem that may require uh, surgery. Wow. I didn't know if I told you, but I took the master gardener class in Florida. I just completed it. So it's one of the things I'm starting to study, which plants, uh, ornamentals and trees are toxic to uh, to our pets. OK, holly and mistletoe are, you know, everyone wants to be kissed during the holidays. Yeah, holly <laughs> and mistletoe are actually toxic and they should not be brought into the home uh, uh, if you have pets. So holly and mistletoe are out. Keep them outside someplace that if you want to get kissed, get kissed on the other side of the door outside before you come in. Okay. Any other plants we need to worry about? Yes, there are uh, several holiday plants that can be toxic, uh, like amaryllis, paper whites, which is actually a Narcissus species. Uh, Christmas calanche also can be toxic, Christmas rose, and even uh, rosemary at large amounts. Uh, uh, Cooking levels of rosemary are okay, but too much uh, uh, or large amounts of rosemary can be toxic and actually can be very toxic. Okay, so rosemary's out, 
And we've got, got to watch those Christmas cactus and amaryllis. And I see you have lilies behind you. They're beautiful, but they can be dangerous for cats, too. Correct? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. One or two leaves or petals of lily can actually uh, cause renal failure in cats. Fortunately, I don't have dogs or cats. Aren't you lucky? <laughs> I love lilies, but I have a cat. OK, so if we feel that our pets have ingested dangerous holiday plants, what should we do? Generally speaking, uh, pet owners can take steps to minimize or reduce toxicity. They can actually induce vomiting in dogs. If you want to induce vomiting in dogs, you use 3%, and I highlight 3%, because the concentrated one can actually burn the dog's stomach. So 3% hydrogen peroxide at a rate of one to two milliliter per kilogram body weight, maximum 50 milliliters. They also can use activated charcoal, uh, either tablets or capsules or even powder, and they can make it into a liquid as a suspension. That can, can happen usually, the inducing vomiting and activated charcoal administration within uh, about three hours of ingestion. Okay, so I got it. So you want to induce vomiting, you want to use 3% hydrogen peroxide, and I will let you guys listen to Dr. Shockery because I don't want to screw up the measurements depending on the weight of your pet. Uh, of course, he uses uh, kilograms uh, because obviously he's down in Ross and uh, using uh, the European measurements. So, you know, it's, it's a great idea to have a first aid book. And you and I have talked about this before, Dr. Shockery. It's great to have a first aid book, but it's important to know how to use it before something happens because everyone tends to panic, correct? Correct. And time usually is important. Time is important. Okay. So I appreciate you coming and visiting with me for a little while and providing our listening audience with such valuable information. It's always a pleasure to have you here. You're one of my favorite guests. Thank you I'm, very much. I'm always going to get the 411 from you, the absolute dangerous scoop. So on that note, I want to wish you happy holidays and I want everyone to stay safe. And I have to tell you, those lilies behind you, they're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Happy holidays. Well, happy holidays. You know, I like I said, I love having Dr. Shockery on the phone. But just to remind you, the holiday season brings so many potential dangers for our pets. But with a little effort, you can keep them safe. If you do choose to bring any of these plants that we talked about into the home, you want to be very careful about where you place them, especially if you are a cat owner, because cats need they jump, they climb really high on shelves. So if also, if your cat is a chewer, a plant chewer, you need to probably be better off using some artificial plants versus the real thing. But if your dog or cat does manage to ingest any part of a holiday plant, call your veterinarian or poison control immediately to find out what you should do to minimize the damage. So just so you know, the phone number for the ASPCA poison control hotline is one 888 Four two six four four three five. That's one eight 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 four two six four four three five. It's twenty four hours a day. Just a reminder: there's a fee. 
and it's $65 for their help. So make sure you have your credit card out when you call them. And up next, we're going to talk about some holiday traditions, things that you can do with your pet to celebrate the holidays. We've got a list and we're going to give you a short little snippet, but we'll put the rest on our social media channels. So stay tuned. It's going to be great new holiday traditions for you and your pets. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Ever Pet knows there's a lot in your life that you worry about. We want to make sure your pet's flea and tick protection isn't one of them. Tever Pet offers vet quality flea and tick protection that has the same active ingredients as leading brands like Canine Advantix 2 and Frontline Plus, but that cost much less, which means you can give your pet total flea protection worry-free. And the best part is you can get Tever Pet flea and tick topicals delivered right to your door when you shop on TeverPet.com. Tever Pet, helping you and your pet live your best life. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. We are urban, suburban, and country. Now let's kick off this segment with some global pet news. And now, pet buzz news from around the globe. You know, one suspect is in custody after carjacking a vehicle from a gas station with the dog inside last week in Fort Collins, Colorado. The Fort Collins Police Service says the victim went inside a gas station to make a brief purchase while leaving his dog inside the car. That's when the suspect allegedly hopped in and drove away. Officers attempted to stop the stolen vehicle, but it sped away at a high rate of speed. While police chose not to pursue out of safety concerns, the vehicle was found abandoned a short time later with the dog inside and the dog appeared unharmed. You know, really, the reason that I'm highlighting this story is because during the Christmas holidays, it seems that there's more carjackings occurring throughout the country. The latest statistics from police show that there's an increase in carjackings this time of the year compared to the same time the last time of the year. Police say the problem is people are leaving their cars unlocked, which creates crimes of opportunities for thieves. As a result, it's important for the public to stay on high alert this holiday season. It's really a good idea to observe your surroundings and have situational awareness of who's around you. Take common practical senses of not keeping your vehicle running, very important. And most importantly, don't leave your children and dogs alone in the car, especially if you've been Christmas shopping, you have bags and a whole bunch of stuff in the car that and especially with these difficult financial situations, thieves are looking out. Okay, so don't leave your dogs and children in the car and least alone, don't leave the door unlocked or the car running. Okay, you know, one of the things that we always appreciate in our family is our holiday traditions. And I'm sure 
You do too. The holidays are a great time to celebrate with family, friends, and even our pets. So here at the Pet Buzz, our pets are integral members of our family, and we always include them in planned holiday festivities. And we actually have adopted a few traditions that really involve our pets. So here is my list of holiday traditions that you can very easily implement with your pet in mind. decorate the Christmas tree with pet ornaments. In addition to your favorites, add a few that look like or personalize a few to remind you that Fido and Felix are fur family members. A great thing to do is bake Christmas cookies for your pets. You can easily find recipes online or check out one of the good pet cookbooks that you can find on Amazon. And that's always a nice thing to do with like grannies or, you know, to do with your grandchildren, bake some cookies for for the dogs and those oatmeal raisin or cinnamon or kind of fun holiday shapes. It's a lot of fun. You can also donate toys and treats to your local shelter. It's important to remember that animals are in need all around, all over the world. But especially during the holiday season, consider making a special donation to your local shelter or volunteering your time as well. Check out uh, your local shelter's website. Most of the shelters have wish lists. And that could mean old toys, old blankets, uh, even dog food. So maybe you could get a drive together with some of your friends and some of your family. You know, one of my favorites, my favorite holiday tradition is wearing matching family pajamas. Dr. Flex, not so into that, but we do it anyway. So many retailers are including pets as part of their offerings for matching pajamas. We are huge fans of cozy PJs and we'll never pass up an opportunity to match with the pups or I won't anyway. Walmart's got some great holiday pajamas for you. So check them out. You know, here's another thing. Start a Christmas countdown. Advent calendars are a unique and fun way to celebrate the anticipation of Christmas with a countdown where your pet can get a special treat each day. My pets love that. Okay. Another fun thing, take a family holiday-themed photo. The holiday season is a perfect opportunity for a family photo shoot. These festive photos become some of the most cherished photographs for the entire year. You're going to constantly look at them. Here's one of my favorites. Drink hot chocolate together on a cold day. So you can make your Swiss Miss or whatever brand that you like, but if you're going to make for dogs, you're going to use goat's milk and carob powder goat's milk you can find in, you know, your refrigerator, freezer, you know, your refrigerator at the supermarket and carob powder. You might have to order that specially online or go to a health food store, but pets love warm hot chocolate, especially after a little cold, a walk on a cold day. This is one I'll be doing lighting a candle for a pet that has passed. As you guys know, my dog Thames passed away about a month ago. So in almost every religion and secular culture, lighting candles serves as a symbol of hope and remembrance. 
light a Christmas candle or a virtual one in memory of a lost pet. Each candle reminds us of the memories of our past pets. And I have so many great memories with with Thames, even later in his life. Great one is listen to holiday pet music. The holidays can be stressful, as we talked about early earlier on in the show. And you and your pets can relax with some seasonal music created specifically for pets. They kind of tune down the high notes and kind of make it all work for pets. Anyway, it's nice. And here's my last one. Number 10, it's enjoy a movie night. Grab some popcorn, favorite drinks, and have a special canine treats for Fido and head for the couch for an evening of watching your favorite holiday pet movies. So some of the greats really are Lady and the Tramp. Gotta love that one. A Dog Named Christmas. How about a Charlie Brown Christmas? And I Want a Dog for Christmas, Charlie Brown. Then there's Beethoven's Christmas Adventure, The Twelve Dogs of Christmas. Shelby, the dog who saved Christmas official. And The Search for Santa Paws and Santa Buddies. Uh, and that's Santa Buddies, The Legend of Santa Paws. Well, if you have any unique traditions that you enjoy each year, hey, write, email, share them with us. We'd love to hear from you and how you celebrate the holidays with your furry family members. And if you can, send us a picture. Email it to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. You know, we always love hearing from you guys. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, it's too soon to wrap the show. But before we go, we want to give you a preview for next week's show. Next week, we're going to talk about some great gifts for dogs, cats, and pet people and how to get the perfect pet home for the holidays. And always, there's always more on the pet buzz for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. Special thanks to our guest, Wayne Bronner and Ibram, Dr. Ibram Shokri. And of course, we want to always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin coat and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. And if you have a question, write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. We'll cover it on next week's show. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channel and listen to the linked podcast on Monday morning. But really, most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Goodbye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Tune in each week for the latest 411 on everything pet related. Visit our website at www.thepetbuzz.com. Learn more about us, the show, and our guests. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. (laughs) I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, visit epi-pet.com.